Hey, everybody. Today on the Charlie Kirk Show, Pastor John Amanchukwu joins us as we talk about his crusade to go to school boards across the country, Planned Parenthood, teaching sex ed to your kids, and more. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Become a member if you like what our show is doing and you want to be a member of this show and listen to all of our content advertiser-free. Go to members.charliekirk.com. That's members.charliekirk.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. One of my favorite people, and we are partnering on lots of different things, Pastor John Amanchukwu. Pastor, thank you for taking the time. Great to see you. Uh, So much happening in the country. I just have to brag on you. You've been traveling the country. You have been doing the school board movement, going viral over the last year. Just kind of catch our audience up. And for those that are not totally aware, please reintroduce yourself. Well, thank you so much, Charlie, for having me on your show. My name is John Amanchukwu. The last name is rather long. It means I know God. Um... I tell you what, over the past few years, I have been traveling to school boards around the country. I've been to Virginia, North Carolina, New Jersey, California, Nevada, Florida, Louisiana, Colorado, Idaho, Pennsylvania, and Texas. And I'm set set to go to nearly 20 states this year in conjunction with Turning Point Faith. Now, I'll be the first to tell you that I've seen three things as a result of my tour. Number one, Perverts are perverting children. Number two, parents are unaware. And number three, pastors have failed to do their job. And so through Turning Point Faith, our focus is faith and action. We believe that faith without works is dead. So Christ has called us to do something, to occupy until he comes but not from the bleachers, but from the battlefield. So we've grabbed the bull by its horns and we're going here, there, and everywhere. And by the end of the year, I'll probably say in the words of Johnny Cash that I've been everywhere and back. You have been everywhere and we're excited to keep on growing it and scaling that. So talk about just as you visit these school boards to expose what they are teaching Talk about some of the reaction that you have received. They get mad that you dare read the thing that the kids are learning every single day. That's true. I went to Florida and read from a book entitled 13 Reasons Why by Jay Asher. And I was thrown out by four sheriffs. Even before that, they came and grabbed uh, my microphone and didn't want me to speak anymore because I was reading the content from the books that are put on the bookshelves for kids. But these snowflake school board leaders, they don't want 
um, to be confronted. They don't want to be addressed. And so I read the books and then everyone gets angry. They kick me out of the school board meeting. I went to Idaho. And before I had a chance to speak, a cop came up and tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, sir, will you come with me outside? I came with him. And then he told me, hey, we were sent here today because we were told that you were coming. And listen, I came all the way from Wake Forest, North Carolina to Boise, Idaho. Mm -hmm. And now the cops knew that I was coming for some reason or another. And so they send four cops just because of me. And he tells me that if you get off of subject, if you get off topic, we have been instructed to remove you from the school board meeting. So we see the weaponization of law enforcement, even against me, for reading the filth that are in these books around the country. But I can't stop. I won't stop. I do sense a Rosa Parks moment coming. Soon, I will read from a book, and they're going to try to defraud me and tell me that I can't keep reading, and I'm going to refuse to relinquish my stand. I have freedom of speech. I have a right to address these issues, and sooner or later, they're going to have to take me out the good old-fashioned way, and that's in handcuffs. Yeah, and you're not backing down. Can you just talk more broadly, Pastor, about what you're seeing with parents? There is this growing appetite and curiosity for parents to be engaged and be involved in their kids' education. Talk about that. Yes, there are numerous parents who want to figure out how they can properly and accurately address what's going on in the classroom. I'm in the process of launching some resources through a program called Cyclone 400, where we're going to recruit, train, and develop individuals to do what I'm doing nationally. I have to find a way to duplicate my uh, efforts and to clone what I am doing. And there are several parents who reach out to me weekly and they say, I can tell that something's wrong with my son. I can tell that something's wrong with my daughter, but I can't quite put my finger on it. And so parents are looking for resources and ways to understand what's taking place in the classroom. And then parents need assistance in how to craft their argument because they know that they're going up against tyrants. They've seen my school board meeting videos. They see how they treat me. And the average person just doesn't want to do that. And so parents are looking for courage and strength and the training and development to assist them in speaking out at school board meetings. I even hear from parents who are telling me, listen, I went to my school board meeting and I spoke up and they won't hear me. We've been speaking up for three years. Can you come to Texas? Can you come to Florida? Can you come to Nevada? Can you come to Idaho? Can you come and support us and help us? Because we believe that with the work that Turning Point is doing, that you all can move the needle. And last year, I was able to flip two school boards, one in New Jersey and one in Pennsylvania, and we removed dozens of books from schools. Yeah, and th this is a growing movement, and churches need to be engaged, and they need to stand. And, you know, churches ask all the time, how do we impact the culture? How do we, you know, be salt and light? And, Pastor, I want to play some pieces of tape here, because I can only brag on you so much. You just do it so well and so powerfully and so godly when you show up to these school boards. Let's play Cut 81, and I think that this particular video was shared by uh, Chloe Kardashian, is that right? One of the Kardashians? <laughs> yes. I, I have a theory about the Kardashians. I think they're more right-wing than people realize. I, if, you, if you look, there's little breadcrumbs 
I think they're far more right wing than people would say. I know that I, people might think I'm nuts by saying that, but I think that deep down they're very pro family. I think they know that abortion is wrong, but they have to parrot the kind of thing, you know, the whatever the the the, the appetite of the season. But I don't think they're activists. I don't think they're revolutionaries. Khloe Kardashian was so moved by this video. She's a concerned mom. God bless her. Let's play cut 81. We have perverts that are perverting our kids. And you all sit back smug in your chairs, but you don't want me to read it. Why? Does it bother you? Yes or no? You can't answer that question. You want to know why? Because politically speaking, you can't say that it's wrong. And you don't want me to read the filth because it exposes the truth. How dare you tell me to stop reading it? If you don't want to hear it, why should the children have to see it? Pastor, your time is, is, time is up. Thank you. That makes two of us. Pastor, I mean, that must have been viewed, what, over 100 million, 150 million times? Is that, an, is that about right? Yes, at, at least that many times. That's incredible. So just walk us through the context of that conversation. Was that the one in Idaho? Where, where was that particular dialogue? That was in Asheville, North Carolina, a place that I try to stay far away from. Listen, I, I drove a total of eight hours to speak for three minutes to deliver that message. And over 150 million people saw it. I was reading from the, a book in, entitled It's Perfectly Normal that's provided to kids 10 and up. And the book is not soft porn. It's hardcore porn. It gives Hugh Hefner a run for his money. And the book is very sinister, very corrupt. It's explicit. It's content that kids shouldn't have to read. You know, I'm against talking about and pushing heterosexual sex upon kids and homosexual sex. You know, when you, even when you look at Planned Parenthood, who educates nearly 1.2 million middle school and high school students every year, we know what's taking place. We have these woke entities, these woke corporate corporations that are, that are going into our public schools and they're perverting the hearts and the minds of our kids. Some people call it indoctrination. Some call it grooming. But I like to call it mental rape. That's what's taking place. Let's use that term more. Mental rape. Because it assaults the soul, it stains the brain, and it robs children wow. of their innocence. That is uh, powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. You're doing the Lord's work, and you'll be able to hear from Pastor Amanchukwu uh, live at our Strong Church event that we're partnering with Dream City Church in Phoenix, Arizona. Go to tpfaith.com. Hi, I'm Adriana, a politics major at Hillsdale College. Here's Hillsdale President Dr. Larry Arnn with a Constitution Minute. America's founders recognized an obvious fact of life. Human beings differ in terms of physical attributes and talents. Because of this, some people will be better at some things than they are at others. But they also recognized that the tall and the short among us, the swift and the slow among us, are still human beings if we are recognizable as human beings. And therefore, we are equal in terms of the rights that pertain to human beings, rights attached to human nature rights that come from God. The Declaration of Independence names three of the big ones, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Exercising these rights is necessary if we are to be truly free. In our own time, many influential people believe that only government can decide what our rights should be. This is dangerous. Understanding our rights and how the Constitution protects them is vital to our freedom. To learn more and get a free pocket Constitution, visit constitutionminute.com. 
So I want to make sure we highlight Strong Church. Go to tpfaith.com. That is tpfaith.com. Pastor John Amanchuku will be giving a keynote address there. Can't wait. Uh, he is a fan favorite. He's really growing in popularity, and it is well-earned and well-deserved, and the Lord is uh, blessing your platform, Pastor. Pastor, I want to go through uh, some other pieces of tape here and also talk about your book. Just We're going to talk about this a couple times throughout the hour. Talk about your book, Erased. Yes, so Erased, Uncovering the Lies of Critical Race Theory and Abortion. There are two diabolical monsters in the land. It's critical race theory, you know, where it labels whites as inherently racist and blacks just have to be victims. And then you have the abortion industry, uh, which by and large is a racist industry. If you are pro-choice and if you are pro-abortion, you're also pro racism. Whether you like it or not, you are pro-racism because Margaret Sanger wanted to exterminate the black population and the black community, and she wanted to use the charismatic black puppet preacher who would be willing to sign up and support her cause. So she called on men like W.E.B. Du Bois. And she gave noteworthy awards to many noble leaders to find ways to infiltrate the black community and the black church and to convince Negroes to kill their own. And it has worked. Sadly, it has worked. And so in this book, I address both of these issues using facts and scripture to go along the way with addressing the points that need to be made but also empowering people on how to speak eloquently as it relates to these two diabolical monsters. Yeah, and so the book is Erased. You guys have got to check it out. It's amazing. Um, Erased. I want to now play a piece of tape here. This is, uh, I I want to zero in on this because you you mentioned something. I I had our team dig up this. Ryan did a great job of getting this and a quick turn. The actual education and lack of education, this is venom that Planned Parenthood is teaching kids. People think of just as Planned Parenthood as a you know baby-killing industry funded by taxpayers. They have a whole business model. They need to make sure that people are having a bunch of sex so then they can eventually end up in their <clears throat> clinics. That the business model That's is right. to try... No, the business model is let's try to make them sexually sick and eventually we'll be able to sell them a $2,000 product and keep them addicted. You might think that I'm exaggerating. But listen to this. It's cut 86 of the myth of virginity. Play cut 86. Virginity. What is it? And what's the big deal about losing it? Let me cut to the chase. Virginity is a completely made up concept. It's a term that was created simply to control and shame people, mainly women. Mm. A virgin is someone who's never had sex. But it's not as simple as it seems. For one thing, medically, virginity isn't a real thing. So I'm just going to kind of let you riff on that. I have lots of thoughts that I'm not going to say because I'm, I'm, I'm being a good person today. Well, Charlie, first and foremost, as I watch that video, I say to myself, how does she know? I mean, honestly, you look at her, she looks like a two-liter bottle. I don't know who's going to explore her in the first place. But let's be honest. Um, Planned Parenthood has a plan. The plan is not life. The plan is death. The plan is perversion. The plan is mental rape. 
So let's find creative ways to poison children in elementary, middle school, and high school. Let's make them hypersexual. There's a term called the superfluity of naughtiness. It means excessive lewdness and excessive sexual passions and lust. And that's what Planned Parenthood is doing. It's a business model, as you put earlier. Um, sexualize the kids at a young age and then make them potential customers later so that they will go to Planned Parenthood, knock on the door, walk in and pay the hitman to kill their baby. To say that virginity is a concept that is made up, that is so insulting. That that, that is... It's a lie. It's a lie, but it's also just... It's so... It's so fictitious and it's just such a cope and it's not about controlling. It's about saving the sacred and the holy for your life partner. And I just, what? Mm-hmm. You must be a really disturbed, creepy person to say that. I'm sorry. You could, you, you might say that you don't want people to be virgins, but to say it doesn't exist. Again, I'm being a good person today. So I'll let you fill in the gaps and Pastor Amachuku will speak on my behalf. Christmas is here, everybody, and that means that you might have to be moving boxes or just it's tough, a lot of stress, and that means inflammation increases, and that means pain also might increase alongside of it. Relief Factor, though, is here to help. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight back against pain. It's 100% drug-free, and Relief Factor was developed by doctors searching for a better alternative for pain. Relief Factor uses a unique and proven formula of natural ingredients like turmeric and many others to help you get out of pain, to reduce or eliminate the everyday aches and pains you're experiencing. So whether it's neck, back, joint, or muscle pain, Relief Factor can help you feel better. Unlike pills that simply mask your pain for a short time, Relief Factor helps support your body's natural response to inflammation. So you feel better all day, every day. Over 1 million people have tried Relief Factor Quick Start, and nearly 70% of people go on to order it again. Relief Factor isn't simply about feeling better, it's about living better, living the life you want, doing the activities you love. So see how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week quick start, feel back, or your money-back guarantee. So check it out right now, relieffactor.com, or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. Slay that inflammation, go to relieffactor.com. Pastor Amanchuku, he is a, he's a superstar. I'm telling you, I know a rising star when I see one. He's going to be one of the most important figures, if not already, in the Christian conservative truth space. You heard it here first. All right, uh, Pastor, I want to play more from this rock star here. Uh, Play cut 87. Another reason the idea of virginity is complete nonsense is that sex means different things to different people. Generally speaking, society tends to define sex in a very narrow way. Penetration, penis into vagina. But where does that definition leave queer people? or folks who can't or don't have penis and vagina sex and choose to have oral, anal, or another type of sex instead. Now, this is made for children. I want to reiterate, this is made for children. I have another video to play here, Pastor, but do you want to just emphasize the graphic nature, the kind of uh, the, the sexual promiscuity that is being talked about? This is curriculum. This is consistent to what you're fighting back against in these school boards. That's true. Um, On Planned Parenthood's site, they claim that 90% of parents want sex ed to be taught in schools. I don't think that that statistic is true. I think it's false. But also, I do believe this, that parents don't want at all Planned Parenthood to teach it to them. Um, When you consider that they're trying to 
really push LGBTQ sex upon kids in the classroom. You know, I've addressed many school board woke uh, librarians and members around the country who are saying that kids need to see themselves visible on bookshelves. So if a child has the desire for anal sex, then we need to make sure we put some books on the shelves that promote LGBTQ agendas and, you know, homosexual sex. And so this thing, it just doesn't make any sense at all. We know what's taking place. They are trying to drive a wedge between truth and reality to kids. Let's find ways to sexually print them early. I spoke to a gentleman one time about two months ago, and he told me that he found out that he was a homosexual when he watched a pornographic video because he was more turned on by the men than he was the women. And so we all know that at the age of nine, when he saw the pornographic video, he shouldn't have been watching porn in the first place. But the intent is to scramble the egg as young as possible and to corrupt our kids. It's an evil, sinister deed that's taking place. This is the last video that I'll show, uh, and we have, we have other pieces of tape. Uh, I just want to give a graphic warning here. But at the same time, the fact that I have to give a graphic warning, kids aren't given graphic warnings before hearing this. And so we're going to get a lot of angry emails. I laugh. It's actually one of my favorite genre of emails to receive, Pastor, which is ticked off viewers when I, when I play the curriculum. And they say, how dare you put this on radio? I say, I wish you were that mad to show up at a school board meeting and do something because seven-year-olds in your local school district are learning this. So don't get mad at me for airing this on television or showing this on radio or podcasting. Why don't you go down to your local school board and raise heck? I'm nearly showing you what 10, 11, 12-year-olds are being fed on a nearly daily basis. Now, this next video is graphic. This, and this, this, there's no 18-plus restriction on this video. This is made for children. Mm. This is made for children. Okay, play cut 88. All of these myths around sex and virginity can be so hurtful and overwhelming. But here's the one truth you should remember. Sex is defined by one thing and one thing only, you. Maybe that's being fingered for the first time. Maybe it's having anal sex. Maybe it's having your first orgasm. Maybe it's masturbating for the first time or when you enthusiastically consent to sex. That's the beauty of your sexual journey. You're in charge and you can figure it out on your own terms. Choosing to have sex when, what kind, where, who with, is something that only you get to define. Brought to you by Planned Parenthood. Now, Pastor, she's actually playing into the modern ethos. You are the center of the universe. It's not about duty. It's not about beauty. It's not about virtue. It's not about truth. It's not about the divine. It's you. You are the most important <laughs> thing, Pastor. It's all about self. It's, mm. it's narcissistic. It's about what you want. It's the promotion of one's own image. It's our selfie. It's self-aggrandizement. It's what Paul was talking about in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 2. He says, this know also that in the last days, he says, perilous in the King James Version, which means dangerous, dangerous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own mm. selves. Yep. That's what you're seeing in this video. The promotion of self. Do you, boo?
you know, go do what you want to do. Go, you know, have anal sex. Go get fingered. Go, you know, let someone put some booty lube on you and, and, and sodomize you. That's what we're promoting to kids. And they paint me as an evil person. They make images of me. I went to Louisiana and I walked into the school board meeting and they were holding up a sign of a picture of me. And they laugh at me as if I'm the bad guy. But they are the ones that's supporting sodomy and pushing that upon kids. I mean, it's it's disgusting. And I'm still trying to figure out. I mean, they could have hired a model. I mean, there's some skinny black woman that could have played that role in that video. I mean, we they didn't have to get the biggest box that they could find. I mean, you can find someone that looks decent and maybe a kid will say, yeah, I want to agree with her, but it's bad marketing because they chose the wrong person and they're, and they're spewing lies in the first place. It's a, we'll move on. I, I'm you're, you're, you're speaking truth. So let's, let's go to another piece of tape here. Don't move on, Charlie, go back to it. Let's go. <laughs> it's almost like they want Don't you to do be, it. it's almost like they want you to be angry. That's what I'll say. It's as if they want, they want you to be like super triggered and they want you to be angry as if there's no such thing as objective beauty standards. And there's no such thing as uh, taking care of yourself. I think that actually, right. I think it's actually very intentionally cast. I think it's very intentionally cast. I don't think it's a mistake. I agree with that. It's intentional. Um, there's this thing in media called jamming. It's where you keep a thing in front of a person long enough that it begins to desensitize them. And so people are becoming desensitized, even in what they're using as marketing strategies to push ideologies upon people, in particular kids. And so when you look at that video and you see that individual, the first thing you say is, man, I'm not thinking about anything sexual. You know, if if you were, you go immediately from this to... I mean, it's the last thing you want to think about is sex looking at that woman, if it's a woman. Who are we to assume? Who are we to assume? <laughs> Let's go to a piece of tape here. Um, and you've you've been just putting out content. It's really great. Let's go to cut 83, please. Let's talk about leftists. Leftists like Gretchen... Whitmer. You know, she'll tell Shaniqua, Tanisha, and Shawanda that there's a such thing as the black maternal health crisis. Well, at the same time, she'll turn to Jose and tell Jose that it's okay for you to be in the USA illegally and we'll pay you to be here. Black America on this black mystery month we are being replaced can you not see what's going on being replaced tell us more pastor well you know what's going on at the border let's keep the illegal immigrants no let me get it right the criminal illegal aliens let's bring in the criminal illegal aliens you know let's bring them into new york let's give them 53 million dollars on a on a on a credit card uh, let's allow them to beat up law enforcement and give them a slap on the wrist as they leave, leave um, out of the precinct as they flip the bird. And then let's tell the minorities in New York to, hey, make some room in your apartment to house this criminal illegal alien as black women are being told to evacuate their uterus in New York. You know, there are more black babies who are aborted in New York than are given birth to. 
And here's the point. Here's the point. In order for a people group to maintain themselves over 25 years, a fertility rate of 2.1 is needed. In 1950, the total black fertility rate was 3.6. In 1975, it was 2.3. In 2016, it was 1.832. In 2017, it was 1.824. In 2018, it was 1.792. And in, in 2019, it was 1.774. Charlie, can you hear it? There's a thing called death rattle. Death rattle sets in 23 hours before a person is getting ready to die. I can hear the sound of death rattle in the black community. Bring in the criminal illegal aliens. Allow them to replace black people. And then convince them at the same time that, yeah, the white liberal Democrats love you. And, but the Republicans are the racist, and you need to not support that party. But come over here, because we'll kill your colored children. And guess what? We'll tell you that we love you. We'll gaslight you. We'll give you TV shows. We'll pay you some money. We'll give you a little bit of crumbs. But at the end of the day, you better keep those shackles on. If not, you'll be like Joy Reid, who dropped the F-bomb on MSNBC, but had to go on The View and walk it back. She had to walk it back, Charlie, because people, because she knew <laughs> at the end of the day that she couldn't make that statement without being checked. And so they yanked the shackles, and she fell in line. Sad. Are you starting to see movement in the black community around the illegal immigration, the illegal invasion issue? Yes, we, yes, we are. Um, there are many people who are beginning to see that, hey, look, you know, um, why are we putting so much money behind illegal criminal aliens and supporting them? And we, we're even arguing over a, a Senate bill where we're going to make the threshold 5,000 in order for us to shut down the border. Blacks are beginning to say, well, man, look, uh, if you're going to do that for them, then what about the support that many of us have been looking for? Now, I'll be the first to tell you that, you know, we have created these welfare states in this country, which has broken the black community by and large in that Lyndon B. Johnson made it popular for the black man to leave the home and for the, the mom to receive a $300 check from the government. So government became big daddy government and dad was out. But blacks are starting to see that, man, y'all really love these illegal criminal aliens. And maybe we should leave the Democrat Party and go find another party that's going to value and push agendas that's going to support the black community. Hey everybody, Charlie Kirk here. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code KIRK and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. The 100% made in USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-875-0425. Use promo code KIRK and get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-875-0425 or go to MyPillow.com. 
MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. That is MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. I think so highly of Mike Lindell. He's a great patriot. He's a terrific person. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. So, Reverend, just talk about your call to action for the church. What time is it, and what should the church be doing at this critical juncture in our country? Well, we need sons of and daughters of Issachar who understand and know the times and they know what Israel should do and or America should do. Now, there's a a lady by the name of Alice Bailey who was known as the prophetess of the New Age movement. She actually coined the term New Age. Um, She was a a occultist. She was wicked. She believed in, quote, unquote, divine wisdom. But she put together a 10-point plan. Number one, she said, take God and prayer out of the education system. We saw that take place in 1963 through Madeleine O'Hare, and zero Christian organizations came forward to bring a brief to stop her. Number two, reduce parental authority over the children. That's what's taking place in America today. Parents are losing rights, and the rights are going to schools and not even to the children. Number three, destroy the Judeo-Christian family structure. And number four, if sex is free, then make abortion legal and make it easy. Number five, make divorce easy and legal. Number six, make homosexuality an alternative lifestyle. Number seven, debase art and make it run mad. In other words, use all forms of drama and media and art to pervert the minds of the listeners and the viewers. Number eight, use media to promote and change mindsets. We know the understanding of that. Every day, every day, if you watch the media, your mind is being sculpted into whatever they want it to be. And then number nine, create an interfaith movement. And number 10, this is the clincher, number 10, get governments to make all these law and then get the church, the church, the ecclesia to endorse these changes. And that's where we are today. The church is endorsing point one through nine, and we are in a big mess. And it's time for the church to get back to old school, old fashioned preaching. Preach the word. That's the role of the preacher to preach the word. Second Timothy chapter four. Verse 2 says, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine, for the time will come when people will not endure sound doctrine, but will grab teachers who will tell them what they want to hear and, you know, scratch their ear just a little bit and give them a little bit of candy because Christians love candy. We don't want to be the salt of the earth. We want to be the sugar of the world, and that's the problem. Build that out. Elaborate. I've never heard that before. That's, that's brilliant. Well, you know, yes, the, the church is called to be the salt of the earth. That is our point. That's our purpose. We are called to influence. That's what salt does. But today, people have a steady diet of 
candy. We preach and teach easy believism. We push a DEI framework of Jesus upon our congregation. We, t- we tell them simple things that, you know, we're not called to judge. And what would Jesus do? They paint Jesus as some broken, effeminate, woke nut that won't even speak up. And that's not the Jesus that I find in Scripture. The Jesus that I find was tough as nails. He had grit and he was a lumberjack. He was a man's man. He smelled like brute. He was a real man. He wasn't a funny boy wearing lace. He was a strong man. And that's the courage that will attract men in this culture. If you preach a sugary gospel to men, they're not going to want him. But men want to hear the truth because the gospel is truly confrontational. It gets in your business and it tells you what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And those were the benefits that changed me. Check out our strong church event, tpfaith.com. Reverend, you're a great man. Can't wait to do more with you. Thank you for all you do for our country and the kingdom. We have your back 100%. God bless. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless America. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening, and God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.